Hello and welcome to On The Roof with Sunny and Tiff. We are back for another conversation around, you know, our day-to-day lives and things that we've been experiencing and observing. And what I wanted to bring to our podcast table for a conversation today is something that I experienced recently where I got invited to attend a an amazing local event by um, a woman who calls herself a heart-driven money maker, I think nowadays she calls herself, but she's basically a, a business mentor and she does amazing work, Claire, and I'll, I'll leave a link in the show notes to her site but she invited me to this event and it was a group of uh, other local heart-driven humans majority were women and what I loved about the event was uh, for me getting to connect with real like-minded humans who you know they were all very passionate about their businesses that they're creating the lives that they are being really intentional around creating and we were all brought together obviously by our connection to Claire so there was that common thread there um but it just I hadn't been to an event like this for some time and just ignited that spark again in me of what it's like to be around other people who are really passionate and lit up about the work that they do and they're you know they're all people that have been very brave and courageous and many of them have stepped away from more traditional jobs um, and work roles to follow their dreams and follow their passions. Um, And part of the event was later on in the afternoon, we were sitting in groups and we all got five minutes each in our group to do a bit of a personal share about what's happening with either their business or their project that they're working on and what they need help with and what they're currently struggling with and things. And when it came to my turn in my group, I don't have a real specific business that I'm working on at the moment. Um, There's always a few ideas floating around in my mind, but I just use it as an opportunity just to share sort of that I was pondering on this sort of concept of wanting to create something where I could support and promote and showcase more of the amazing people who are doing things with more humanness and how specifically I would love to shine more of a light on how we could be doing work with more human and I also shared in my conversation on this table around my love of human design and and all the other women were like human design I love human design yeah and and turned out there was three projectors on the table and we got talking about that and and then we started going down the path of imagine if jobs could be created more around your human design type and imagine if this was possible and oh wouldn't like the corporate world look so different if you know bosses actually understood us each as individuals and our potentially our individual human design and you know I even threw a crazy one in there of imagine if you know workplaces actually worked around women's menstrual cycles I mean how crazy could that be but it's just but that got us all excited and everyone was agreeing about what was probably possible if we dared to dream that a future of looking at work differently actually could start to happen. And so after leaving that event, it got me thinking more and more about this. And I suppose I just wanted to have a conversation with you, Sunny, today around, you know, we've both got children who are getting closer and closer to leaving school and they're about to enter, you know, 
adulthood and where they're going to have to start to consider working. Um, and you and I also have somewhat created working lives now around what just feels better to us, like what we're designed to do. I know that I take into consideration a lot more of the time my human design, and I'm very fortunate that I work for a company that is very flexible. I have an amazing amount of freedom with my work, and I do truly feel like I get to work very aligned with what my design is most of the time. And I know, Sunny, you have also made make big changes in your life around work um so do you get excited by the thought of Mm. (laughs) work looking different and changing yes uh it is so possible i believe it's possible um maybe not in our lifetime (laughs) i i don't know or not on a grand scale i guess but you know we have to just be open to the possibility of things and starting somewhere and, you know, that's there's such a beauty of, yeah, being able to start somewhere, being able to start small, um, you know, like you and I have done that. And then empowering our kids to see the opportunities and the possibilities of that and not just being squished into the mainstream or, yeah, kind of confined into following a trajectory or a path that is maybe, yeah, you know, easier or Easy is probably not the right word, but um, more common, I guess, or what everyone else does. So, I mean, the I do not think it's crazy. Out of all the things you said, like women working around their cycle is the most non-crazy thing I've ever heard. Like, how can anyone think that is crazy? Like, honestly, I just, I don't understand. It is, there is nothing more empowering than a woman being able to work around her cycle in my opinion yeah. and, and i think so many women if they were if they were given the opportunity to actually flip it around they would step into that whereas at the moment or you know things are changing um but historically and definitely when i was younger and entering the workforce and in my in my history in my career it was like it kind of turned into a real um weakness i would say Mm-hmm. Uh, for women and it was something that I think has been able to yeah it was like it, I don't know I think it it's it it's two things it's like there was some women chose to use their cycle to like push through and be the man and like do that like boss bitch and like my period will never affect me I'll do everything I can I don't care I'll take medications or I'll like do everything to not have my period and, you know, like it was that like um, blocking it out. And then there was also women I feel who used it in such a disempowering way and would use it as an excuse for everything. Um, And not, I guess like, yeah, I don't know how I can um, explain it, but use it as a weakness, I guess, as opposed to in like a, just owning it and in a more, an empowering way. Um, and I think I have been both of those actually. And yeah, I have really embraced my cycle and I use it and I live my life around my cycle. And anyone around me will say that I'm more pleasant to be around. <laughs> um, not, not more pleasant. I, I guess it's like I... I can, I can plan things. I can plan my work, my social events, all of those things in an empowering way. 
and it's finding that balance yeah. with all the things. So yeah, for that to be in a workplace, if it's if it's it's such an amazing tool if it, if it can be promoted in that way because I think, like I said, it has been misused, I guess. Um, that went a bit off track, but I thought that was, yeah, for me that is just like, it just makes sense. And I, yeah, it's it's a no-brainer for me. In terms of, yeah, I just think if every, if every man and, and woman, like obviously women have different seasons and um, bigger seasons, you know, I, I'm sure you've heard this, Tiff, and it's something that I can really relate to. And it's actually really helped me, you know, women will have a, a monthly season um, as opposed to men having like a 24-hour season. Um, and mm -hmm. so that's where our, if we were applying that to our work practices, you know, it would be really different. And that's another thing that I think would have to be considered is our, you know, sex as well. Um, but wouldn't it be amazing yeah. to have workplaces that could be designed in such a more individual individualized way well that's what my vision is definitely is using the fact that we as humans yes we need to work we live in a world where i mean some people are running businesses but it's still work and there are some people who are now running businesses and choosing to create these businesses around individuality strengths um they're building teams you know i've just recently heard of some businesses who are actually using human design and some of the other tools that i follow like clifton strengths or um you know personality types um you know there is, there is even some out there that look at astrology to to some extent um one i recently learned about was a more health-based one but it's a um types ph 360 and that was one where i learned what type i was and a lot of it made a lot of sense around you know when was the best time for me to be exercising and when throughout the day i'm most productive mentally versus if i need to do something physical and you know how i eat what's the best way of doing things like that and that was really interesting learning those sorts of insights into what I'm designed to be. Um, but, you know, I can't help but think to imagine if work was designed around who we were as individuals and allowed us to be human versus when we start working, we have to become this persona that isn't us. And that often happens, I think, when we go for jobs. And I know this is true for me. Like, it's like sometimes I've applied for a job and as I'm applying for it or I'm interviewing for it, it's like I'm almost putting on the mask of what I feel like that company or that business wants me to be. And I've, I can see like I, in the past, I've been very good at being able to interview, like knowing what they're wanting and put that out there and go, yeah, I can be that. In reality, now when I have a better understanding of who I am and what I actually want in a working life, I interview completely differently. Like I, I remember the last interview I went for the job I have currently, I said the words, I'm not here to be a nine to fiver sitting in a chair where people just go, yeah, Tiff's sitting over there. She's she's here. She must be doing her work. So that, that's not me anymore. I'm done with that that persona, that world of doing work like that. Uh, I know how much value I have to contribute to anyone that I work for when I'm passionate about it and want to do a good job, but I have no desire 
to just do nine to five and just be a number in a company. So so it's, Mm. it is a passion. It is something that I am very passionate about and I want to have more conversations with people. And I think because this event that I went to, the conversation as it opened up, I could just see everyone was getting really excited by it. And they're like, oh, imagine this and imagine that. And like, I think that there's more and more people who are actually really craving it and they want that out of work. And the the only Mm. option that I think a lot of people see at the moment is they either have to suck it up and do what they're being told they need to do to just fit into the working world or they have to go and start their own thing. And there's so many people that just go, I don't know what to start or I don't want to run my own business. And I, and that's true. Like not everyone is designed or meant to be running their own business. So it's this thing of, okay, how can we start to look at the evolution of work? I think, I feel, well, I really, really hope that it will, it will start to trickle down as our generation is, you know, more and more people in our age group and younger as well are studying their um, their personal development, their growth, their awareness, their realisation of what's best for them. People are getting in touch with that a lot more earlier. And, you know, parents and look, even just us, for example, we're teaching, we're showing, we're guiding our children with all of these additional tools that they can utilise Um it's still their choice. Like we're not telling them, oh, you must live your life like according to human design or whatever, you know, we're getting value out of or learning, but we're opening them up. And I feel like the younger, yeah, the younger people, um, it, it will cause a change. The ripple of effect of that, will that be that they'll be aware, they'll have that self-awareness and they, hopefully as soon as they, you know, finish school or um, you know, when they're starting to thinking about, okay, their career or whatever they want to do, um, they will know what they don't want to do. Even if they have no idea what they want to do, and this was a huge part of my journey, it was like, well, yeah, knowing what is not good for you. So I'm not going to go down a career path that will require me to work, you know, 10-hour days or or shift work if I know that I really need structure and routine and I actually am really meant to work the same hours each day or, you know, like whatever it is, however that looks. Once I just, I really hope and I believe that there'll be people, more and more people following the path that's right for them. And so that will, you know, there will it will take time, but that will cause businesses, employers to adapt. I hope it's not going to be a quick process. Um but that's my hope. And I think the younger people, like, they don't they don't have all this stuff that they're trying to unpack like we are. You know, we, I can only speak for myself. You know, I, I yeah, went, lived half my life a certain way and now I'm just trying to unpack all of these things. Whereas the younger people that I'm aware of and that I'm seeing are just, they're just starting out there, you know, without having to unpack all this stuff. Gen- generalising, of course. Yeah, they probably don't have the exact same experience that we had, obviously, because they're growing up in different times and they're seeing different things and they're seeing different types of work and different types of jobs coming about. And, you know, and I do believe the next 10 to 15 years is going to change dramatically anyway, whether it's going with what I'm talking about, where work is more aligned with who we are as an individual, but, you know, bring in AI and the evolving world of technology and things are just going to get shaken up and changed and flipped on its head, whether we like it or not. 
So I see that as a, as a positive thing. Yes, it's a little bit scary. I understand when people are a bit fearful around that because it is going to be some pretty big major change, but it is an opportunity as well for, I think, change to happen where we can do more meaningful work. We can do more work aligned with what I think humans our real gifts are rather than standing on factory lines, being robots and doing jobs that monkeys can do. And it's just something I've observed for a long time is that often those people who are doing jobs that just do not light them up and do not fulfill them and do not give them any sense of purpose or contentment in their lives, the ripple effect of that is pretty real yeah. and oh what happens my observation is that often they come home and they're not much fun or they come home and they deal with the fact that they're so fucking unhappy with their lives that they drink and they whatever they choose to do to sort of block things out or numb things and then that can flow on into other areas of their lives and I just think you know, the difference between someone who wakes up and doesn't care about what day of the week it is, not, oh shit, it's Monday again, or thank God it's Friday again, like that whole mentality. The difference between someone who wakes up and is just happy to be waking up, it's another day. Yes, I get to be going and doing something that I enjoy and it might not always be the most exciting work in the world, but they're excited about it. Like they find purpose in it and they come home and they're not drained mentally and physically and they have still got some energy to be around their friends and their family in a positive way and they're not sucking the life out of everybody else because they're so negative about their own lives and things like that like the ripple effect is real and the impact that it's having oh, on massive whole families is huge Oh, I, um, you know, my career for 25 years was in healthcare and nursing and, oh, I just, I saw that so often and the ripple effect of someone being in a position of caring for people who are at their most vulnerable was heartbreaking. Like of someone who is miserable, hated their job, like sh should have quit should have retired or quit or changed jobs or whatever. Like maybe I'm not saying they shouldn't have ever done that. Maybe they really loved it and, you know, done their time and they just, it wasn't obviously not lighting them up anymore. But in a job like that, you know, where, where, where you're caring or giving or, or teachers or in a, in a people human based role, the ripple effect of you being miserable and hating your job is so detrimental and that just like yeah that was really really hard to um to to witness and be a part of and I identified that myself in myself of right right I'm bitter I'm frustrated and I need to leave this industry <laughs> you know like that was that was for me because I didn't I knew I could see what the, what my future was if I did not do something to change. And, you know, that's such a big fear in so many people who may have the self-awareness that, oh, this is, I hate this job now. Like literally, I hate this job. Like everyone can see, I'm, I tell everyone I hate my job, but I'm not doing anything to change it. And, you know, all those fears around it. And like, who says you have to do that forever? But people are like, oh, well, I've just got another five years before I retire or whatever. It's like, what damage is happening in that time, you know, to yourself, let alone every single person around you? Yeah. 
the the effect I think just on an individual level is pretty real because if you take into consideration that the emotions that we have cause the chemicals to be released into our body and they're the things that can cause illness and depression and all the different things like that we are often making ourselves sick and they do say it like it's stress is one of the number one Always. killers <laughs> isn't it and and you can see it and people will admit yeah it's my job um it's causing me to be fucking stressed out to the eyeballs all the time and you're like okay so you do understand how bad that is for your health they're like yeah yeah i know but nothing changes and so then when it turns into a chronic illness it's really not a surprise and it's and it's it's no one else's fault either like i think that's where we all do have to start to take that level of self-responsibility of going okay this is my life and i have recognized that this this and this aren't adding up they don't feel good i'm smart enough i'm intelligent enough to know the flow-on effect from this because i actually do have the information around what stress does to the body and i know i'm stressed so one plus one equals two (laughs) so that means that there's a very high chance that that's going to happen to me so what do I want to do about it and yeah my vision of the future of work it seems like a bit of a fantasy at the moment but I suppose it feels like a fantasy to me because I keep seeing people that I feel like if you could just speak up if you could just go and talk to your managers or start to think of a different way and stop coming back to yeah yeah, but that they won't listen to me anyway or Yeah, but that's just the way it's always been done. So nothing's going to change. It's like, how do we know if we don't step up and be brave enough to even have the conversation with bosses, with managers, with the business owner and say, look, and get real and go, look, like this is, this is what is happening to me. I can be quite honest and say, I hate my job and I don't like coming to work. Is there anything we can do that could support me to change this outlook and see what they say? And we are at the moment at a time where there are certain industries that are really, really struggling to find good employees and good workers. It's not across the board, but there definitely are industries that are struggling to find workers. And I think it's, now is the time that if you know you're a good worker and you're good at your job and you can contribute value to something, you have every right to stand up and go, look, something needs to change at the moment. And maybe they'll listen, maybe they won't, but at least give that opportunity to them to hear what's going on for you and to say, look, what what might be possible? And maybe it could be that they might change up your role a little bit or change the hours or whatever it might be but if they don't know what's going on then they can't make any change and I suppose that's where this fantasy of mine will continue to be a fantasy while everyone just keeps conforming as well it's it's gonna need more people to actually stand up and go no no I deserve to be treated like a human in my work and do a job that I enjoy and that isn't slowly killing me quicker than just being a human in general does. So, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. It's um, I I think about my son who's nearly seventeen, and uh, like 
he just, we were having a conversation yesterday. He was like, mum, there is no way I'm going to, um, like he catches the train to and fro from school and he's like, there is no way I'm going to study, spend $50,000 getting a degree and then sit on a train um, so miserable, look like I'd rather be dead and spending all day at a job and then coming home and, you know, like, I don't know, whatever he said after that. He was like, he, it was just, yeah, he was just, he could just see it so clearly that he didn't want to do that, right? And I know that he will never end up doing that. I know he never will. However, I also know that so many young people would see that and maybe have parents who do that and you know it's like god I don't ever want to have be as stressed as mum and dad and but who would slowly end up doing that and kind of being like dragged in or uh, you know being um yeah conditioned to think that that is just what you have to do or get knocked down and just go for the the stable option I guess or you know the what's always been done option because it takes yeah it takes a lot of bravery uh, and self-awareness and you know what you were talking about with being able to speak up to our employers of saying right I'm not happy I think to add to that you people must take a level of self-awareness and be able to say this is what would make me happy you know, because we have to take ownership. If we want to change, we can't just say, oh, I just need, I, I can't do this anymore. Please help me. Like, well, what do you want? Like, what would work for you? What, what does, what works for you? You know, and I think you're right in that we do. There is a, there is an, a more of an openness, I feel, for the opportunity to say what you want whether or not you're going to get it is another question but then that gives you the opportunity to go elsewhere to start something new to you know wherever you go from that but yeah it's 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 about having that self-awareness um and yeah going back to my son yeah I, I just he he will never do anything that he doesn't want to do <laughs> you know and that is well, like he will be he will not be a good employer uh, employee sorry he he will not be and you know he because he doesn't want to be and he well, he's a it's not his human design you know if we go down that path as well exactly talking you know I didn't want to go straight to the human design thing but I mean that it, that's that impacts who he is that makes him who he is and but what I see is that he, him living, he's so in alignment with his design. So that does empower his friends, his mates around him, his, you know, community around him to actually do more of what they want to do as well. You know, even though they're not all manifestors and they're, they're, they're different people, obviously, but they're seeing someone, you know, live their life um different I guess different to yeah. you know what the norm is yeah. and succeeding you know succeeding yeah there's a lot of power in that I think and that's something that I am recognizing as well is that 
I can sit here and be worried and concerned and wanting to change everything for other people. But sometimes it's also just focus on you and without you even realizing the ripple effect is happening there as well. So when I'm talking about, I suppose, the negative ripple effect that can happen when you've got someone who's just living a life just so out of alignment with their day-to-day lives and what they do for work. The opposite is also true and the positive ripple effect that can come from when you are someone who is lit up and living a life where a lot of the time now that we do have that knowledge around human design, they're living true to their design, what that actually flows on into the people around them, their community, their friends, their family, that's a real thing as well. And that's what I find myself reminding me to do. It's like, just focus on you, Jimmy. Just get that bit right. And without you even realizing, your children will notice, other people will notice. And whether they follow along, that's up to them. But I'm playing my part in just focusing on me and and living true to myself. So that's what I think all we can do a lot mm. of the time. Yes. And that is, I mean, that is true to your human design profile, right? Um, and we have that the same. And I am just, oh, I, I am, I feel really in alignment with that now. And even up to a year, oh, not even, yeah, up until recently, I was, I found myself really caught up in needing to tell everyone (laughs) you know like you can do this or like oh my god like this is you know my experience and trying to make everyone see it and it's like that's not what I'm here to do that's not how I express my my message or um it's like I just have to do I just have to be so in alignment with doing the things with being me with doing things this way and the ripple effect of that is then like exactly like you said people see it people observe it people witness it and then it's up to them again it's that self-awareness to go oh that looks like that's that's actually awesome like that looks really great and then it's up to them what they do with that but it, it is it's just leading from the front leading from the front leading from the front and just doing and just being that and not necessarily having to like tell everyone to do it too because that's not for everyone either thank you for having this chat with me sunny i always love talking to anyone who will one listen to me when i start talking about the future of work and how we could do things differently because it is definitely something that sometimes when i bring it up or it comes up in conversation people do just glaze over and look at me like i'm a bit of a nut job so i love the opportunity to get to talk to anyone who's open to it and has their own experiences and has their own ideas about it. And I think that's the only way things are going to change as well is by everybody starting to be more open about what they're actually experiencing with their working lives and what they do like, what they don't like, getting clear on that. And and you did highlight it, like getting a little bit more clear on what do you actually want? Um, because sometimes if you go to the boss or anybody with, oh, I'm just not happy with this, they might not have the magic answer that you're expecting. So they, they probably will need you to 
inform them a little bit more around what you're actually needing and what you want and what's going to work best for you. So you do need to take that lead and be brave enough to put that forward. So, right. Thank you for listening to our episode today and we hope you'll join us for the next one.